Be delighted this holiday season at Ice and Lights, the winter village at Cameron Run. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Stroll through the park and enjoy winter photo ops, light displays, hot chocolate, and a warm treat. The winter village offers playtime for the entire family. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early, starting November 17th. Get your tickets now at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. You're about to receive a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Center, One Church in Global Locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Christian Center, visit our website at www.harvestcc.me. And remember to love God, love people, and love life. Because I am unconditionally loved by God and at Harvest, I come to God as I am. Through today's life-giving message, I won't stay as I am. This is my banner year, which is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Remain standing. Go to the book of Job. Go to the book of Job, chapter number 22. Job 22. If you need a job, just prophesy and say it's a job, a good one. Job 22, 27. And we're going to look at two verses. Say blueprints for a banner year. Now listen, the way you receive this determines how quickly this manifests for you. So you can't just sit up and just look at me like you, you know, th this is harvest. We ain't nowhere else. With me, such a name and say, I'm going to receive this with gladness. Uh -huh. When you receive it with gladness, you'll see it manifest for you more quickly. Now, now say, I'm in my banner year. My best year yet. Job 22. Job 22, 27, it says, you will make your prayer to him and he will hear you and you will pay your vows. Vows means price, which means, watch this, you don't get anything that's great without paying a great price. In fact, what costs you nothing will be treated like nothing. I just help some of you single folks because you don't cost nothing. So, okay, y'all ain't saying nothing. You will make your prayers to him. He will hear you and you will pay your vows or pay the price. I got to pay the price and say the price is called pain. Verse 28. You will also declare a thing and it will be established for you so light will shine on your ways. Now say I can declare it and it shall be established. Now, now make this declaration. Say I'm in my best year yet. Say I'm eight days in my best year yet but watch this that word declare though in the hebrew language of our old testament doesn't actually mean to speak or to say it actually means to decide so watch what job was really saying it says you will decide a thing and it shall be established for you then light will shine on your ways touch your neighbor say neighbor, neighbor. you can never defeat what you haven't decided to defeat say you don't have a clear know-how because you don't have a firm want to say but today you shall evolve your resolve 
Father, speak to us in this place that we would move and walk in what you've ordained. I pray that you would customize and tailor make this message for us, your people, that we would continue to build a banner year. You're giving us blueprints all throughout this month and all throughout this series. And so in the name of Jesus, we receive those blueprints. We walk in those blueprints. We shall flow in those blueprints. We declare no weapon that is formed against us would prosper. And every tongue that rises in judgment, we thank you that it is condemned. We declare we're building and we declare we're a bus. And folk are either with us or they're getting ran over by the bus but either way the bus is moving forward because this is our banner year our best year yet we've survived the worst we paid the price in 2016 now it's time for payback in 2017 in jesus name somebody shout hallelujah as you take your seats high five two or three people and introduce the message to them say evolve your resolve evolve your resolve I always ask the Lord where he wants me to lead our great church. And in 2017, he spoke clearly that this will be a banner year. And because great lives are built, you need, blue, you need blueprints. Blueprints are for building anything great. Say, it's a great year. You do not need blueprints for a shack. You need them for something great. And since this is your banner year, you need blueprints so you don't have a shack of a year. I don't know about you, but you ought to have made up in your mind. You're not going to have a repeat of 2016. 2016 for many people was both the best and the worst. But what you need to know is that number six in biblical numerology, which is called gematria, that is the study of how numbers have spiritual significance and impact in your life. Six is the number of man, which represents everything that you went through in 2016 was to kill the old you so that a new you could evolve. Would you just be honest that the reality is you went through some hell last year? You went through some disappointment. Like Where are the honest people at? You went through some disappointment last year. You went through some loss last year. But can I tell you, it was for your good. Why? God says, I'm getting rid of the old you and a new you is evolving. Would you touch your neighbor and say, I won't have a repeat of that again. Say, it was necessary so I could evolve which means every day I'm getting better every day I'm wiser every day I'm smarter can we be honest 2016 brought some stuff out of you you didn't even know you had it revealed some strength you didn't even know you had it revealed some power you didn't even know you had which means to my first point blueprints are the answers to my prayers say blueprints are the answers to my prayers Often when you pray, you want resolution, but God often answers prayers with instructions, which are blueprints that are answers to your prayers. And as they come to you quickly, you must implement them quickly. So here's what we often do. Lord, I got this money issue. You want to go to the bank and the money's there. Okay, Lord, I got this family issue. You want to wake up in the morning and your kids are just good. Lord, I got this marriage issue. You just want to wake up and your spouse is just on point. Got it? But that's not how this works. Say that's not how it works. No, in fact, what, what you often want as resolution, God gives you as blueprints. And these blueprints, as quickly as you implement them, uh, as quickly as you will see manifestation. Psalm 147, 15 says this. He sends out his command to the earth. His word or his blueprints, they run very swiftly. Say his word, his blueprints run swiftly. Which means this year, if there's delay, it won't be because of the divine. If there is delay, it will be because you got in your own way. But I prophesy and speak into your life that 16 was the last year you got in your own way. But from this moment forward, you are now out of your way so that God's blueprints can run swiftly. It ain't going to take God that 12 months to get it done. For some of you, it's going to happen just that fast. I dare you to snap your finger one time. It's going to move quickly. God says, it ain't going to take me all day. It ain't going to take me. It ain't going to take me all year. Somebody say it's moving swiftly. 
Look, 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 look. He says, he sends out his command to the earth, his word, his blueprints. They run swiftly. But one of the worst things folk in church ever did was say, well, I'm just waiting on God. God says, it don't take me that long. If there's a delay, it's because you have deviated from the blueprints. All right, got that? Touch your neighbor. Say, no more delay. Say, stop deviating from the blueprints. Now, these blueprints, practically, they're going to come through the life-giving messages you're going to receive in this series and uh, throughout this year. And I told you last week that that's got to be your food for this year. You've got to eat that like you eat every day. You eat every day to live. You're going to need these life-giving messages as blueprints so that it becomes your food, which means you have to have an addiction. You have to have a craving. You have to have a hunger. You have to have a longing. That's why... In John chapter 4, verse 32, uh, they said to him, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Jesus said to his disciples, because they said, Lord, are you hungry? Jesus said, I'm eating some stuff you don't know nothing about. In verse 33, therefore, his disciples said to one another, did somebody bring Jesus a two-piece? Somebody went up to Captain D's and got Jesus a two-piece and some husk puppets. What in the world is going on? But no, Jesus, verse 34, said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. Now, God's will is God's word. God's word is his blueprint. So in other words, he says, it's my will to follow the blueprints and watch this and to finish his work. Check this out, church. If God had to build, then you have to build. And building is a process. It is not a moment. Let me say it again. It's a process, not a moment. Say it's a process, not a moment. You miss it. You miss it. Say it's a process. Not a moment. See, here's what we want. We just want to wake up and whoop, there it is. But even Jesus said, I got to finish the work, which means I started something and I've got to finish what I started. Say, I'm a finisher. Last year was the last year you start stuff and don't finish stuff. All right, I ain't got nobody to agree with me. I wish I could get some agreement at the 11:15. Last year was the last year you started a lot of stuff and didn't finish anything. This year, there's a finisher that's rising up on the inside of you. Somebody holler, I'm finishing stuff this year. Yeah, this is going to be the year you finish the plan. You finish the goal. You fi- let, let me tell you how you're supposed to respond when I say stuff that like, because maybe you don't understand. You're supposed to lift your hands and say, I received that. Uh, in Second Chronicles chapter 20, the scripture says that if you believe the word that comes from the man of God, then you would prosper. You would see the desired outcome or result. So I'm going to give you one more shot. Let me prophesy out to you. This is going to be the year that you finish what you start. Now, now, now I says we must consistently study the blueprint and consistent enough to see enough change. I got to be consistent long enough to see change that's significant enough. Okay, check this out. A lot of times, think of blueprints. Think of blueprints. Why do you need blueprints? So that you can keep going back and you can keep studying. All of these up here are some of the different series that we've, that we've preached through the years. Uh, and, and these are blueprints. Because remember, what is practically your blueprints? The life-giving messages. See, we don't call them sermons because sermons is what you got when you got uh, in trouble at home. We call them life-giving messages because when you study them, they will give you life. See, the scripture says that the word became flesh and the word dwelt among us, which means then God's word then becomes life. It's a life giver. So then every time I receive the word, I'm receiving life, which means I'm not just hearing good information. I'm receiving things that can cause transformation. But here's the issue. The issue for many people is that we're not consistent long enough to studying the blueprints. You come to church once in January and wonder why you got hell all the rest of the year. You go to the gym once and wonder why your body ain't the way you want it to be. Y'all not saying nothing. You wash your car in October. 
Now, some of you are like, Bishop, that's crazy. You have to wash it every time there's a storm. I know. So why do you think when it comes to your life that you can just do something once and see great results? You got to be consistent long enough so you can see change that's significant enough. Say, I got to study the blueprints. Okay, so, so you got to study the blueprints. You got to study the blueprints now, which brings us to the second point, which is, is this. Watch this. Say, I must evolve my resolve. So last week, last week, I encouraged you to make one resolution this year. Not, not 40, not 45, not 50, not 52, not 30, not 7, 7, not 17. I encourage you to make one resolution because everybody's heard this term, New Year's resolutions. And the reality is, is a lot of that is just New Year's hoping and wishing. Because very few people actually accomplish the resolution. So that's why I encourage you to just make one. Say, I made one last week. That was to resolve to evolve because nothing will be different this year unless you are. And it's time to stop fighting your evolution because your stress, your strain, and your struggle come from you trying to hold on to an inferior version of yourself. And your greatest emotional battles have been you trying to preserve who you were. But it is time for you to evolve. So it's time to evolve. That means to develop, to advance, to grow, to rise, to progress, to expand, to unfold, to, to transform. And last week we learned that evolution is a process. There it is, a process. Say it's not a moment. It's a process. It's a process of continuous change from a lower, simpler, or worse state to a higher, more complex, or better state. And a building is built in phases. The blueprints show the finished product, but it's built through evolution. Just like in Genesis, when God was building, he wasn't done after one day, but he was still building. Here's the issue your neighbor used to have, is that if the building wasn't done on day one, they stopped building. If they didn't see the results they wanted to see on their job after week one, they stopped building. If they didn't see the results they wanted to see on their credit after one, uh, after one uh, try to get something negative removed, then they stopped it. If they didn't see the change they wanted to see after one day, they stopped. But I'm so glad our God isn't like that. Because after day one, he wasn't done. He was still building. His plan was still evolving. What would have happened if God stopped at day five? There would be no us because we were made in day six. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, one resolution this year. Resolve to evolve. But check this out. This week's message, notice the change. You've got to evolve your resolve. Now, what do you mean, Bishop? In your banner year, you must evolve your resolve. And here's why. There's a problem on the stage. Somebody say there's a problem on the stage. Because if you were here last week, here's what it looked like last week. I want you to see what it looked like last week. Last week, this is what the stage looked like. They're putting it up right now. Right now. You see what it looked like last week? Well, who in the... What in the world? Some stuff has changed this week. All that work last week, some stuff changed this week. You missed it. Now, it's by design. We did it on purpose. Last week, the why was hanging right. This week, the why is on gangster lean. Gangster lean is an urban colloquialism, which means it's just not perfectly alive. Last week, last week, the R, it was standing up straight. Somebody had been in here messing with all of what I've been building you're not hearing what i'm saying see but but watch this but i still have all the tools i need 
You're not hearing me. I still have all the tools that I need to keep on building. It, 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 it went through some changes. It went through some transition, but I still got what I need to build. Why? I still got my blueprints and I still got the tools I need. Touch the neighbor and say, you still got the tools you need. But well, what's this? What's this? You, you missed the point. You missed the point. After all the progress we made last week, something messed it up. But when you're building, that's just part of the process of building. Don't abort the building process just because it's not perfection yet. It's like a magna doodle. Y'all know magna doodle? I'm going to show you a magna doodle. Now, I'm going to write the word building on the magna doodle. That's kind of a weird way to write. Watch, watch. Say magna doodle. Here's what happens when you're building. Here's what happens when you're doing anything. You make all this progress. Let's pretend like this is a nice image. <laughs> Gonna have to pretend. Art, not my thing. Building things, my thing. Art, not my thing. Now, watch this. Watch this. Here's what happens. Then something messes it up. I spent all that time. Just go with me. I spent all that time. I did all of that. Oh, y'all not saying nothing. I, I put in all of that energy. I put in all of that effort. And just like that, what? Here's what you're missing. But I still got the tool I need to do it all over again. Would you touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't abort the process because it's not perfection. See, there it go again. Now, something happened that messed it up, but I still had the tools I need to do it again. See, I still have the tools I need to do it again. See, check this out. Check this out. This year, somebody say this year. But right, it might look silly now, but you still have the tools you need to build. And somebody say, I must keep building. You're going to get distracted, but you got to keep building. You're going to have folks that started building with you that are going to be Casper. They're going to be ghosts. You're going to be looking for them and they ain't going to be there no more. But you, you've got to still keep building. Y'all not saying them. You're going to get tired when you're building sometimes because you're going to be the only one in your family that is building anything. But, but you got to keep on building. Somebody say, I'm building, I'm building. Here's the chip about it. Here's the chip about it. That, that's called resolve. Shout it like you're an army. Resolve. Okay, shout it like you're a harvest army. You know, you know, shout it like you're a harvest army. Shout resolve. resolve. Now watch this. This year, you must evolve your resolve and embrace the pain of the process because building anything great, I'm going to give you a word, it's brutal. Now, I'm not just saying that like I'm from St. Louis or Deep South. Say it's brutal. B-R-U-T-I-F-U-L. It's in the Harvest Dictionary. That means it's beautiful and brutal at the same time. Check it out. One doesn't come without the other. So you want beauty without brutality. Don't work that way. See, if you're going to build something beautiful, you're going to have to go through some days that are brutal. You might have to shed some tears that are brutal. You might mess everything up that day and it's brutal. But you got to wake up in the morning and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be made glad in it. Why? Because I'm, 
I'm still building something. You might get a financial setback, but I'm still building something. People might walk out on you, but I'm still building something. Baby, I'm a bust. And either you get on this bad boy, you're going to get run over by it. Touch your neighbor, say it's brutal. Watch this. Matter of fact, my bus is coming through. Where my bus at? Where's my bus at? Touch your neighbor. Say, I'm rolling through the neighborhood. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You better get up out the way or you're going to get ran over. You got to tell financial trouble. Get up out my way or get ran over. Some crazy family folk. Get up out my way or get ran over. Fake friends. Get up out my way or get ran over. Watch this. That's how the Apostle Paul said in Romans 5.3. He says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Hey, man. Glory in tribulations? That's crazy. He says, I'm going to find the good glory. Good. I'm going to find the good in tribulations. So when the process gets brutal, I'm going to say, well, there's some beauty here if I change the way I look at it. See, you're mad they left. You should be glad they left because now you ain't got to waste no more. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. Touch your neighbor and say, there is beauty in what looks brutal. And not only that, but we glory in tribulations. He says, I get happy when things start messing up the plans. In other words, he says, I know last week this was hanging right and that was good and everything's good. He said, but I'm choosing, I'm just choosing to see the good in that. Because maybe, watch this, maybe I didn't hang it right the first time. Maybe I was under the illusion I did it right, but that's only because I deviated from the blueprints in the first place. Let me prove it to you. In 16, there's some folk you knew you shouldn't have let in your space. But you let them in there anyhow, and they messed up what you was building, but you got your eyes black on the blueprints now. Touch the neighbor and say, my eyes are back on the blueprints. Well, which means sometimes you need it to fall apart so you can see it wasn't right in the first place. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, no, no. He says, I glory in tribulation. Hmm. That's, that's deep, right? That's deep. Someone said that's deep. How do you act when your plans get messed up? I'm going to tell you how your neighbor acts. What? I'm coming down your road. That was just the start. so-and-so said what I just can't believe that why did they say that instead you need to say what they say hold on where the bus at beep beep what they say how do you handle when the building process gets brutal. How do you handle when you expected somebody to do their part and they didn't do their part, now you gotta do their part? Do you get passive aggressive? Well, if certain people sitting at the table had done certain things they were supposed to do, no, you need to like, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. 
It's quiet, church. Not only that, we glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produces perseverance. That's resolve, which means, watch this, it is when things go wrong and they get brutiful and because they got brutal, that's actually what gives me now uh, perseverance, which is resolve. That's Romans 5, 3. Then he says, and perseverance or resolve gives me character. See, character is who you really are. Reputation is who people think you are. Confession is who you hope to be. So check it out. He says, I need tribulation to make me have resolve. But when I get resolve, that's what actually gives me character. And then once I have character, then character produces hope. Which means if you have no hope, walk it backwards because you lack character. You lack character because you lack resolve. Because anytime something gets hard, you quit. Anytime something is uncomfortable, you say, I don't know if this is for me. How na- I, I, second Sunday. How in the world would you know what's for you when you didn't make you in the first place? You know what the old you can handle, but you have been evolving, which means there's a whole nother you you ain't met yet that can handle more than what you used to be able to. Touch your neighbor and say, stop selling yourself short. Hope, character, character, perseverance, or resolve. But that comes from tribulation. So check it out. Say building anything great will have great tribulation. But see, when you've got resolve, you get hope. And the Bible says hope won't disappoint you because I've evolved my resolve, which means even when I get tribulation, what am I still doing? Building. Even when some of the co-builders... Don't show up to build with me. I'm still building. See, you give too many people too much power. Well, so-and-so didn't do this. So-and-so didn't do this. Baby, they don't come to the show to see the background dancers. They went to see Beyonce. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Stop giving background dancers that much power. And I'm not, okay, for all the religious people, I'm not saying you should go to the concert or not, okay? Say, I'm still building. So, so you, can, you can say, you know what, I'm going to build better finances. Then you get a bill in the mail. And when you've evolved your resolve, you get on the phone and you handle business. When you've not evolved your resolve, oh, my God, this is just going to ruin my whole plan. I'm just going out to, I'm going on a shopping spree. Because it doesn't matter what I'm doing anyhow. Because it ain't working. Who goes to a construction site and says, it's dusty? Your life is a construction site, which means sometimes it's going to get dusty. Sometimes it's going to get noisy. Sometimes it's going to get messy. But you better learn how to put on your Builder Bob outfit and touch your neighbor and say, and I'm building. Now, watch this, watch this, watch this, which brings us to the text we looked at, Job 22:27. You will will make your prayer to him. He will hear you and you will pay your vows. Vows here deals with process. Say process. You can't get promise without process. Anything you skip process for, you won't have appreciation for. That's why, watch this, watch this. Let me prove it to you. Anybody, you had to start at the bottom and to get somewhere, watch this. You appreciated your come up. (laughs) 
So the reason other people can be sloppy with their money, but you be like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to do that, is because I had to go through a process. Y'all not saying nothing. The, other, the reason other people just let anybody and everybody in their life, but you're like, whoa, wait a minute. You look kind of chickeny, and I'm an eagle. And eagles and chickens don't hang out together. So if I hear a bok bok, I'm go, I'm going, if I see crazy coming, I'm crossing to the other side of the street. Why? Because I'm an eagle, and eagles know how to fly by themselves. Watch this. He says, and you're going to go through your process. Process of what? Building. And how's it going to be sometimes? Brutal. All that work, and somebody came in here and messed it up on purpose. Okay. Now, I could preach that because some folk will mess stuff up on purpose. It's the hallmark of passive-aggressive people. They'll tear stuff up just to see if it can be torn up. It's quiet in the church. They'll quit you and then and 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 then say, "You just gonna let me do that?" <laughs> I'm not gonna pay and beg. Mm, leave that alone. Now I, I said, "Okay, I'll come in then." All that work, and it was just messed up. So I got one or two choices. I can just say, oh, scrap the whole thing. Take it down. Burn it down. Or I can say, I still got all the tools. The same tools we hung it with are the same tools we'll fix it with. But more importantly, I still got my blueprints. Last week, I hope you went and got some blueprints from that bookstore and cafe of messages. Watch this. Not because the church is trying to sell messages. No, you need blueprints. See, if you went through bad relationships this year, nothing's going to change unless you get your hands on some blueprints that's going to give you better relationships this year. If you went through bad finances last year, nothing's going to change unless you get you some blueprints so you can get your finances in order. You still here, church? I'm just about done. So watch this. When you decide right, you receive divine light on what's already there. That was Job 22, 28. You will also decide a thing. Remember, that's what that word declared meant in Hebrew of our Old Testament. And it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. When you decide right, you receive divine light. Check it out on what's already there. Look what he says. Light will shine on your ways. He didn't say there'd be something new. He'd say you'd finally know what to do with what you have. Missed it. You'd finally know what to do with what you have. Oftentimes, you're complaining that you don't have this, don't have that, don't have that. But the issue is, is you've not resolved to do anything, so you don't know what to do with what you have. That's why the scripture says he's already given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, which means everything I need, I have. I just need to know what to do with it, and that's why I need blueprints. Be a good church. You haven't decided, so you are defeated, and you can never defeat what you haven't decided to defeat. You don't have a clear know-how because you don't have a firm want to. Let me prove it to you. Sometimes you can be in a bad relationship and you can be like, I just need to get out of this. I need, and, friendship, and when I say relationship, I mean that of any context. It can be friendship, uh, dating, whatever. Any context. You can be in a bad, and you just know. You're just like, no. It, it's like I continue times four. I mean, when y'all look at one another, it's like, mm. what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? But I, I mean, I'm... <laughs> You know, and it's 6.30 in the morning and y'all already. Watch, watch. 
uh, whatever relationship context, you can know that. But watch this. Here's what happened. You'll be like, I just, I don't know why I can't just seem to just get this. And I don't know. Because here's the reality. You don't actually, you haven't actually decided to ha- not have bad relationships. You're just actually kind of hoping and wishing they change. You haven't decided that bad relationships aren't going to be your portion in 2017. But I dare you to high five your neighbor and say, but I just did. Uh, uh-huh. You ought to make this decree and this declaration and make this decision right now. Bad relationships, I have no time for that in 2017. If you ain't helping add to me, you are subtracting from me. And I refuse to have people around me that aren't armor bearers, but are pole bearers. I refuse to have. Somebody holler, I refuse. So here's that word resolve. Here's that word resolve. I'm almost done. Resolve. Say, I'm evolving. My resolve. There, there are seven key definitions I want to give you for that word resolve. The first is it means to decide firmly on a course of action. To decide firmly. Say firmly. Here's the deal. Most times, many of us overuse compassion and mercy. And then we get mad at the results we have when the reality is the Frankenstein that exists, we created. I just said something right there. You're mad that your children do you a certain way, but that's because they know when you say no, that means give me 20 more minutes and I'll change my mind. Okay, it's quiet up in the church, okay? All right, you'll tell a friend, hey, don't ever do that again. And they know all that means is give them until Tuesday because come by Tuesday, they ain't got no bone in the back, no how. They ain't got no resolve about them. They're gonna just jelly back out anyhow. But I declare there's a resolve in you this year like like you've never had before. Somebody say, I am evolving my resolve. Second definition, it means to find a solution to a problem. See, anyone can find problems and everybody can solve them. See, that's what the life-giving messages are for. For those of you who never buy a CD, won't get a series, won't get auto messages, I don't feel sorry for you if your life is sorry. Because because you want solutions, and the solutions are there, but but you're like, Lord, I'm just struggling through. And God is like, there's all kind of blueprints. There's all kind of blueprints. There's there's all kind of blueprints that can get you through whatever you're going through. So evidently, you must not really want to change. You must not really want to see results. But somebody say, I'm resolving today. I'm resolving. Third definition of resolve, it means to heal. Mm, Interesting. Which means healing is a choice. Mm, I just said something. Healing is a choice. Say healing is a choice. So you can just sit through and suffer through stuff in life or you can decide I am healed. Why? Because the book says with his stripes I am healed, which means not just physical sickness, but physical or in my soul, which is my mind, thoughts, will, and emotions, or in my spirit, my subconscious mind, wherever there is an issue, I can receive healing. But, But it's a choice. It's a choice. Number four, definition of resolve, it means to separate or cause to be separated in components. It only seems complex because you haven't decided to solve it. Okay, okay, okay. Touch your neighbor. Say neighbor. And kind of look at him like, you know. And if your neighbor's not doing it, push him. Because I said touch your neighbor. And so if they're going to be just disobedient like that, then just push them. And if they fall out of the seat, they need to resolve to get back up. Why come to church and be mad sitting there next to them? You better take that pickle juice up out your water bottle and realize you got a lot to be thankful for. You got a lot to be excited about because you're in your banner year. Now look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's only complex because you haven't decided to solve it. 
let me prove it to you. You ever, you ever, somebody you know, not you. Right? No. You ever, you know, removing, I'm going to set it up so that it's a good, good story here. You ever removing, you had a lot of stuff everywhere because you just had finished moving. And, uh, and after you were moving and you had all that stuff, then what ended up happening is that you ended up uh, just coming home and looking at all the stuff that was everywhere and just saying, and just saying, you know, I'll do it this tomorrow. This is just. Okay, now let's see how many of you can be really honest. You wasn't moving. You just didn't set your clothes out for church the night before. And you looked at the mess you made and you were like, I, I, let's go out to eat. I don't even know. I. You ever needed to do some spring cleaning? And you were like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go get this closet cleaned out today. Open the closet. It was like, whoa. <laughs> no, nah, I'm going to do that tonight. I got to go. Got to go see. Let me get on. I don't know. Let me see. Now, you know why it seems complex? Because you never really decided to do it. Watch this. You decided to do it if it was easy at first glance. And first glance always seems worse than the way it really is. When you really decide to solve it, touch your neighbor and say, it's not complex. Fifth definition, it means to reduce into a more elementary form. It's very simpler here, uh, or very similar to the fourth definition, but it means this. It only seems hard because you've not decided to win. It's just so hard. No, you just haven't decided you're going to win. When you decide you're going to win, whatever it takes is whatever it takes. But I will win. Because the book says he always leads into triumph, which means he always makes us win. Say, he always makes us win. But it only seems hard because you haven't decided that. You're kind of like, well, I'm going to do my best. And here's the truth. You already know you're lying. Lying is a southern colloquialism. It means telling a lie. You already you know you're lying. How, how, how you know that, Bishop? Because in your mind, you're like, well, if I don't do it, then you know. Which means you already have an option. And wherever you have an option, you will be open to opinion. And the problem is, is then you won't win because you have you haven't decided. If this mic throw out, I'm going to teach it about my bus. <laughs> you gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go live and show you me returning the mic to the store. And the bus is going to run through the whole store. Praise him. Back to the schedule message. If you really decided to win, say, I have to decide to win. So it only seems hard because you haven't actually decided to win. If you decided to win, it wouldn't be hard. Because whatever it took would be whatever it took to win. Which means if it takes longer than I thought it would, that's what it takes to win. If it takes more than I thought it would, that's what it takes to win. If I got to get uncomfortable, that's what it takes to win. But touch your neighbor and say, you've got to resolve to win. 
here's the, here's the sixth definition, and there's only two more and I'm done. Make a decision by a formal vote. Now, I don't mean that in the sense of, you know, getting a collective group of people to make a resolution concerning something, because we're talking about you evolving your resolve. But here's what's interesting. You do know that you are a tripart being. You are a spirit. That's your subconscious mind. You possess a soul. That's your conscious mind, thoughts, will, and emotions, and you live in a physical body. Now, here's what Matthew 18, 19 says. Matthew 18, 19 says, wherever two of you agree on anything, it shall be done for you. Check it out. Well, you aren't just one. You are tripart. So the issue oftentimes we have is that part of us wants to. And part of us doesn't. And the part of us that doesn't normally is just operating out of fear because it's scared to fail. But the reality is, is that it's failed before, so it shouldn't be scared of what it's already beat. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Touch the name and say, I refuse to be scared to fail this year. Uh-huh. Try another name. Say, I refuse to be scared to fail this year. See, it means make a decision by a form of vote. This is why the Apostle Paul says things like this. He says the spirit and the, and the flesh, flesh, body. He says that these two things, he says they're at war with one another. There's enmity between them. They fight one another. They hate one another, which means I got to make my body. I got to make my soul. I got to make those things submit, which means watch this. Let me give you a pragmatic example. So, so you can wake up in the morning and say, I am going to church. I'm putting God first. This is a new year. I'm going to make sure I'm faithful to my attendance. Bishop said, if I'm faithfully attend, then I'm going to flourish because that's what the Bible says. And so I'm not So I'm going to do that. And then your body can be like, Ooh, you tired. Ain't you tired? You worked all week. Well, who didn't? I'm just so tired. I only get one day to lay down. That's your problem. You're laying down and life is passing you by. You take too many naps and have too little fruit to show for all the rest you have. If you're going to rest a lot, at least have a lot of fruit to show for all the rest you take it. I just need to rest. What in the heck have you built to deserve a rest? Well, I says, I says, say all of me has to be in. This year, you have to be all in. When you decide something, all of you has to decide it. You can't have B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, P, Q, R, S, E. Because if you have that, guess what? All of you is not going to be in. So then your resolve is going to be weak. So your results are going to be weak. Number seven, here's the last definition of that word resolve. It means to cause, watch this, a discord to pass into a concord. It's kind of like music. Give me a three-part harmony, but give me a chord that's wrong. Give me a bad chord. No, like, like do C, but mess it up. Loud or something. Mess it up. All right, cool, cool. Now, say discord. Now, play it one more time. You hear how ugly that sounds? No, they don't hear it because they're, they're from Denver, so you got to praise that. Because in Denver, they be listening to all kinds of music. I'm like, what is that? Where they do that? Y'all remember music had to be music? Like you had to used to be able to sing, to be a singer. To be a musician, you had to know how to play an instrument. Okay, do that jacked up chord. Go. See that? Now play that last part. One more time, go. 
Touch us today and say, that's good and terrible. Randy Watson, Cleveland Heights. All right. So, now, 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 do, do, do that messed up chord one more time. Okay. Here's what resolve is. It means to go from discord to pass into concord. Make it good. Bad one. Good one. But do it louder. Do it rougher. Every now and then, I think I'd like to hear something from us. Okay, what's this? Mess that one. Good one. Here's what resolve means. I got to go from discord into concord. Here's what that means. When opposition comes to test my resolve, I don't let it stop me. It actually pushes me to keep building. Hear me, church. Once you've decided, opposition will come to test your resolve. But that's why the meaning of resolve means to cause a discord to pass into concord, which means it's got to get messy before it gets miraculous. It's got to get dirty before it looks better. It's got to get dark before it's light. It's got to get messed up before it can get fixed up. Sometimes it has to crumble apart so that it can finally be put together. Can I tell you whatever's been going on in your life, if it's been discord, stop being mad about it. Shout about it because discord is going to take you into concord. Somebody holler, discord is taking me into concord. Say it may look messy now. But it's going to be a message after a while. Y'all not saying nothing to me. Say, I may look silly now, but I'm going to be shouting real soon. Discord into concord. This leads to that third point. Expect resistance, but keep your resolve. Here's what happens. You say, this is going to be a banner year. So you just expect every day to just be incredible. You just want to wake up in the morning and your house is cleaned and somebody else cleaned it overnight. And y'all talking about I received that. Yes, you can receive it. Let me tell you how you're going to receive it because you're going to clean it. That's how it's going to get clean. What's this? Then once you wake up, you just want to open your phone and check your bank, bank, bank account. And you just look and say, oh, my God. Bless him. Somebody put $4 million in my account last night. Look at the church. I received that's good. Don't receive it. Yeah, you're going to work for it. See, you want to take big territory, you got to kill big giants. You want the spoils, you got to go through the war. So that's what we expect. I'm going to wake up and this is going to be boom. Boom. Do it with me. Boom. But, but do it like I did it. Drop your shoulders first, then go into the boom. Ready? Go. All right, see, I got to see, got to have, see, wherever we touch and agree on anything. Now, check this out. But here's the reality. Once you decide, then resistance will show up. 
So you got to expect resistance, but you got to keep your resolve. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus tells his disciples, he says, y'all get in the boat and let's go to the other side. And then opposition came, but opposition only came after they had decided to go to the other side. See, you've decided to cross from suffering uh, into something that's significant, to cross from misery into something that's going to be a message, to cross from drama into having the banner year. You've decided that 16 will not be a repeat in my 17. You're crossing to the other side, but back Maybe you need to expect some resistance, but keep your result. Would you have five, two or three people say, I expect resistance, but I'm keeping my result. Expect somebody to come mess with your sign. Expect somebody to come mess with your space. Expect somebody to try to start something with you. But you better say, you don't want no problems with me because I expected resistance, but I'm keeping my resolve. Somebody holler, I've resolved. You have to expect resistance, which means you're looking for it. So if you decide in your banner year your children are going to have their best year yet, don't be shocked if your children give you a little trouble. Trouble, trouble. You're like, oh, my God, it's not working. No, it is. The opposition should be expected. The resistance should be expected. But you have to decide, I'm keeping my resolve. If you decide you're going to have a great banner year for your marriage, expect him to come home with extratude. Not attitude, extratude. All the men said? Oh, wow. Just because she's sitting next to you, you ain't going to tell the truth? <laughs> or in the room? <laughs> Listen, I just gave you a free pass. She can't do nothing because Bishop said so. Amen. Now, 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 here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Expect it. Expect it. If you say I'm going to have a great financial year, expect something to show up. I'm not saying you go around saying something, something bad going to happen. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. It's just when resistance does show up, so I knew you were coming. But that's why I got my equipment on. That's why I got my tools and I got my blueprints. I'm a bus. <laughs> you can get on it. Ride with me, I'm going to run you over. Does your neighbor say neighbor? neighbor. Expect resistance, but keep your resolve. What would happen if you stopped giving up because things took more time than you thought they would? Now, this isn't for everything. Because some stuff, some of y'all will hear this message, and you'll be convinced to have resolve about something that never should have began. I know that is. You know, you <laughs> let me leave that alone. You know, you, well, I says, let me, let me, um, I don't care. I really don't, especially not this year. Let me, let me help you understand something. I never understood folk, I never understood folk in, in church who would get into all these marital relationships and stuff and, and then not want they pastor to bless it and go through counseling. And go all that. You know why they want to? Because they know it never should have began. That's the Bible. You don't say that's Bible to do that. Like if you thought what you were doing was right, you'd want it blessed. So I ain't talking about having resolution to what's love got to do with it too. And I have to say that because I look at the prayer request. I see what you're praying for. 
Bishop, I'm just praying for this and that and this and that. You knew that it was Ike. Okay, y'all ain't going to say nothing. All right, all right. See, you should just talk to me because then I think you got it. You don't talk to me, then I don't think you got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you knew you shouldn't have bought that car. Like, you were fasting and praying just to look at the note. Come on, saints. <laughs> now, now, here it is. I'm done. In Mark 4, when Jesus said, go to the other side, opposition came. Say, I expect it. But I'm going to keep my resolve. I'm going to keep my resolve. Something goes, comes in my way, I'm going to keep my resolve. People I thought would be building with me, maybe they ain't building with me no more. I'm going to keep building. So I'm going to keep building. Keep building. I expect resistance, but I'm going to keep my resolve. So when it gets tough and you're like, God, I don't even know if I got the strength to lift my hands and praise you. I'm going to keep my resolve. God, I got so much pain going on right now that, that, that I'm smiling but some of that pain popped up and it popped up out of nowhere. I was driving down the street and I was doing good and all of a sudden out of nowhere pain came and, and Lord, Lord, but, 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 but I've resolved that I'll bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Last year our administrative officers we, we had five things that we wrote that we said these are things we're going to get done and despite opposition and, and all kind of things we got every single one I'm done. But I'm saying that to say this. 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 Because everything we said we'd do and decided to do, we did. Here's what 2017 is for you. You got to decide to do some stuff. So here's, here's I, I called it weekly challenge the last several messages. I was trying something new. I want to try it this week. I don't want to say weekly challenge because sometimes when people hear the word challenge, a Denver spirit comes upon them. And, you know, Bishop, what do you mean by Denver spirit? It was interesting. Someone was re reporting to me about how chief executives in the Denver region were talking about the workforce in the region and about how sometimes they can have great jobs, great opportunity, all this, all this, all that. But the resolve of the workers was such that they just wouldn't show up if it was tougher than they thought. Touching them said, that's not on you. So let me remind you who you are. You are a curse breaker. You are the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. You are the banner year. You, you are the interruption. That so here it is, the next steps, the next steps. So I'm not going to call it the weekly challenge. I'm going to call it your next steps. Think about it. Um, what, was that, what was that sitcom, step by step, day by day? Is that a full house? I don't know. One of them shows. Say step by step. See, watch this. You're just, you're just taking one step a day. So here's your next step. You ready? Decide what seven specific things you're going to achieve in your banner year. I know this is pragmatic. I know you want to shout out, shout you in a minute. Decide what seven specific things you're going to achieve in your banner year and write them somewhere you have to look at every day. Maybe you put them on your phone, put them on your tablet, put it on your laptop, put it on your jitterbug, put it on your mirror, put it in your car, put it on your desk, put it somewhere you have to see every day. Not 14 things. Seven specific things. Why seven? Seven is the Hebrew number for Shalom. It's the year we're in. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. See, when you have generic goals, you'll have generic results. Seven specific things. So here's, here's an example. Here's a bad one. I want to get in shape. What does that mean? Because you can put some spanks on and it'll give you a shape. I'm told they have it for men too. 
In fact, if you don't want to go work out, you can go buy. I saw it in the store yesterday. You can go buy a six-pack. Put it in your shirt. Back then, you don't want them to you all up on me. You can go buy it. So you got to be specific. Somebody say specific. So here's a better specific thing. I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to gain 10 pounds. Watch this. By this date. See, people, um, p- pastors and people ask me all the time, I said to the pastor, they said, but you got to write a book about your weight loss. I said, I'm not in a book writing mood. I haven't resolved to do that. <laughs> so I'm just not in the mood to write no book. I don't want to write no book. And so, uh, and so I said, I don't want to write no book about that. I said, there's a blog about it, and they read the blog. That's all I'm doing right now. Here's the point, though. People say, Bishop, how did you do Bishop? I set a number in my mind, and I said, that's the goal weight for me. And then I got to that real fast. And then I said, well, shoot, I want some more. Then I said another number. Then I said, okay, I want some more. Because once you start achieving things, you will now be addicted to achievement. So your resolve, watch this, will be easy to maintain in every area of your life because you get used to achieving the things you set out to do. Sometimes you have too many people that will settle for your average. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But your neighbor, look, look, look at him. Say, I'm not selling for your average this year. Say, you're having a banner year this year. Say, the best year of your life. Say, all of us are. Say, it's going to be marvelous. Say, it is marvelous. So that's your next step from today's message, church. Decide what seven specific things you're going to achieve in your banner year. Write them somewhere you have to look every day. And for those of you that are bold enough to do it, Instagram them to us, Facebook them to us, tweet them to us, get them to us somehow on social media. Why? If you use that. If you don't use it, that's fine. Don't do it. If you want to do it, great. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. Why? Because then it'll give you some accountability to what you set out to do. It's going to give you some accountability to what you set out to do. But guess what? When your resolve is, I am going to do it. And I won't let anything, anything, or anybody stop me because I've evolved my resolve. If that's you, would you give Jesus a thunderous praise in here, church? Oh, come on, give him a thunderous praise if that's you this year. I got my work, I got my building clothes on. I'm building. And let me tell you what's going to happen. Some people may come at you this year and you're just doing too much. You need to look at them. You ain't doing enough. It don't take all that. Yes, it does. It takes all of that because you may be satisfied with okay, but I want a banner year. My best year yet. As you're seated, with your heads bowed today. If you- Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews. So you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.